Well, Merry Christmas. It is so good to see you all. Thank you so much for joining us. If I have yet to have the chance to be able to meet you, uh, my name is Joe Teep. I am the new executive pastor here, and I am so excited to be able to be here in Texas and to be with you all. Uh, I am loving my time here. Thanks for being willing to join us uh, for Christmas Eve. We are excited about this uh, this evening. And we heard that there might be some kids in the audience, some families and kids. Kids, are, there, are you here? Give me a whoop whoop if you're here. Awesome. Okay, so here we go. Kids, uh, this is what I, I'm going to need. In fact, for any of this message to work, we're going to need your help, kids. Okay, so uh, kids, there's two things that I need from you today, tonight. Okay, the first thing is this, kids. Are you listening? Okay, the first thing that I need for you to do is to make sure that your parents pay attention. We know that they can like get distracted and whatnot, so you just make sure that they pay attention. You got that one? Okay, then there's a second one. Here it is. Whenever I say the words good news, I need you to respond, to yell back at me saying good news, okay? Can we try that together? So it is, it is good news. All right. So I'm gonna, it'll be something like this. You have to pay attention, okay? It'll be something like this. I'll say, I am so glad that you have joined us. Uh, it is good news. Perfect, you got it, awesome. All right, now that we got that out of the way and we definitely have good news, Hey, there it is. Awesome. Um, we, uh, I wanted to just give you a quick update. Uh, I am not Paul Wilson. Uh, and Pastor Paul, we miss you. We know you're online. Um, he tested positive for COVID, unfortunately. Uh, so he is doing well, which is good news. Hey, I love it. Okay, cool. Um, He tested positive, but he's doing well, and he is so excited to be able to be back with us together in the new year, Uh, and I am grateful for the opportunity to step in uh, in the meantime. So if you have been with us, uh, you have... Uh, known that we have been uh, talking all about God's timing and God's purpose and God's peace. And last week we talked specifically about shalom and what happens when heaven and earth collide in the person of Jesus. So would you just join me real quick and let's pray and ask that God would open up our hearts to be able to hear what he would have for us today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for providing for us, and thank you for bringing us Jesus. Help us to focus on you in your son's name. And this is good news. (laughs) Amen. All right. Well, hey, Jesus has this unique habit when heaven and earth collide. See, he does the unexpected. And he defies typical uh, conventions and he replaces them with something, something that's beautiful and that has a lasting impact. See, God is this great artist and often in artistry, it's the unexpected that really can lead to great beauty. In early attempts when they tried to use artificial intelligence to create artworks, they were horrible. There was no ingenuity. There was no creativity. So they described the pieces that the computers would make as a bad photocopy. But then when they went back, the programmers, they 
They taught the AI to be able to include ambiguity, create, and in that creativity, they started making beautiful pictures, some that have sold for like half a million dollars. And there's something in our humanity that resonates with that unexpected. It's there in that unexpected place that we can find great beauty. See, God, the great artist, does the unexpected at the birth of Jesus. The first is that he really, he comes and we expect all this fanfare. This is the king of kings, the lord of lords. I mean, it's reasonable for us to expect the Hollywood arrival. Or shall we say the uh, hallmark arrival. <laughs> it's, we expect big crowds. We expect kings and queens. This is the Super Bowl of all births. So we expect parades and we expect bands playing. Everyone should be dressed to the non, dressed your best, and be able to be on your best behavior. But God, he does the unexpected. See, he uses obscurity. He turns power dynamics upside down. He goes out and he uses some lowly shepherds. He chose to first reveal himself to stinky shepherds who worked the night shift. He chose to be born in a smelly stall with animals. And he chose, he chose a poor family, a socially outcast family. I mean, remember Mary was pregnant out of wedlock. He chose a little baby. He could have come full grown, glowing with a neon sign saying, I am the Messiah. But instead he comes as a baby to live out a full human life. I mean, listen to what the shepherds say in, in Luke 2. When the angels go away, the, the shepherds turn to one another and say, man, this is amazing. He's chosen us. Like, let's go over to Bethlehem and let's see the things that have happened, which the Lord has made known to us. With great excitement, they hear this good news. There we go. We're still awake. <laughs> See, God, he doesn't discriminate. He welcomes both the rich and the poor. And regardless of your social status or your vocation, he cares for all. And he cares. He cares. He cares what you're going through. We only need to trust him, to turn to him. And the beauty is that God uses unsuspecting people. And then he uses uns unsuspecting places. See, we expect the best places, the Ritz-Carlton, that we expect the fine clothes, we expect the silks and the cashmeres, we expect Jesus to have center stage. I mean, to be way more prominent than anyone, and especially anyone in his family. But if you remember John the Baptist, his cousin, his cousin in his announcement was catapulted to the tops of all announcements. I mean, listen to the details of John's birth. So John was the child of the acting high priest of a righteous woman. And for John's birth, it was announced at the Capitol. And it was announced in the temple courts, which is the center of the whole entire Jewish nation. So if John, Jesus' cousin, was given that high of, of an announcement, we expect so much more so for Jesus. But God, 
he does the unexpected and he uses the outskirts. See, Jesus, he arrives in this rural ambiguity. His pregnant mom travels for three days and 75 miles going all the way to Bethlehem. And when they get there, what happens? But they can't find a room. They can't find a bed and they're relegated to the barn, to the cave. And Jesus, he's born in the feeding trough. In Luke 2, we end up reading again in verse 12, we end up reading this. He says, and this you will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. As one said, get this, a stable is the Messiah's first throne room. God, the great artist, he turns our expectations upside down. And God, he's quietly at work. The one with authority for salvation, for the forgiveness of everything we've ever done wrong. He spends his first nights not in the palace, but in a manger. Not with the kings and with the queens, but with the typical everyday shepherds who smell. This is our God. He does the unexpected and it's beautiful. This is good news. See, Jesus is within everyone's reach. Jesus knows what it's like to be at a low point in life. See, when you are born in a manger, you understand the mess. You're comfortable with things. And you don't need to clean up when you come to him. You don't need to fix yourself. Jesus says, I'll love you where you're at. I'll celebrate you with through the highs and I'll weep with you in the lows. I'll help you and I'll guide you. I'll leave, I'll leave heaven and come to earth for you. And when I come, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will always be with you. I won't abandon you when things get hard and when you fail, I'll still be by your side. I came for you. See, when revealing Jesus to the world, God is this beautiful artist who uses unsuspecting people, who uses lackluster places, and he uses simple means. See, we expect wealth, right? Kings. We expect them to be born into riches. We expect him to have an Instagram tag of rich savior kids. We expect all of the, the G6 and everything to come with it. But God instead uses poverty. He shows us that life was meant for so much more than acquiring things. There was no pretense with him because he chose to identify with the humble and the lowly. While the world values big houses and great fast cars and the best of vacations, God, Jesus, gives us new priorities. He gives us good news. <laughs> he says, being financially poor, it doesn't limit your accessibility to divine riches. See, God is the God who provides. He's Jehovah Jireh. He provides financially when we need it, but more than that, more than that. The beauty of God is that he gives mercy when we deserve disgrace. He gives love when we don't deserve it. He gives generously even when we fail. 
And that, that leads to this lasting, beautiful impact. We expect a king to come for the privileged and the powerful. And then when he does come for the Lord to be inaccessible and uninterested in us. But Jesus, he does something different. He has done a beautiful and unexpected thing. He comes for all. The shepherd reminds us that he is always in reach. He came even for religious leaders like me who need him. He came for the morally wounded, for the elected officials, for the sick and for the hungry, for even enemies, for the family, and good news, he even came for the little children. He came for you, little children, and big children. He came for you too. Jesus came for all, and he is available to all. He doesn't need the fanfare of the world to show his status or a fancy hotel to be able to display his importance or the wealth of the world to show his riches. Jesus, Jesus makes space and time for us. But he will never coerce us. He will never force you into that relationship. Never. Instead, what he will do is simply invite you. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, who left heaven and earth, who the angels sing his pronouncement that he has come, who everything on this earth is created for him. He left it all, all, to come as a lowly babe, to become, to be able to share with you, to show you how valuable you are worth. He wants to invite you into a relationship. Not coerce you, but instead invite you to experience the beautiful relationship of what it is when we get the chance to be able to be in right relationship between us and God, between us and others, between us within even ourselves. He's come to give you peace. He's come to break away the authority that's connected to chaos. And in your crazy, chaotic Christmas, doesn't that sound like good news? If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do that today. We invite you to be able to receive him and start that relationship. And that can be as simple as praying and asking for him for forgiveness and for starting in on that journey with him. So I'm going to pray and ask you to join me in doing so. Father, when we are unfaithful, you are faithful. Thank you. When we are not good, you are. You are beautiful and you have done an unexpected thing of coming from heaven you have, and coming to earth to be able to share and to show how much you just love us. I'm in awe that we are that valuable to you. 
that you would give up everything. And I thank you. So Father, though we might be unfaithful, you, Father, are faithful. And I pray that if there's anyone here who needs to be able to receive or desires to start that relationship with you, that they would do so today. That they would do that right now. That this would, that they would have new joy and new hope. And in an unexpected time of coming to Christmas service that I wasn't expecting to be coming to, or that I knew I was coming to, maybe, just maybe, in that unexpected time, I would encounter you, Jesus. So I pray, Father, if there's anyone here that has it wants to encounter you, that they would do so, and they would enter into that relationship with you, asking for the forgiveness of their sin and receiving grace and forgiveness. For you, Father, are faithful, even when we. We love you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said.